If I asked to take a look at your calendar for this month of December, how would you react? Whether that calendar is one that hangs on the wall, it's a digital calendar on your phone, maybe it's connected to your husband's phone, or maybe that calendar is just a running list that's in your brain. How would you feel if I wanted to take a look at that? Would you think, what is she going to think about my calendar and everything that I have going on? Are you about to have a nervous breakdown this Christmas season? Or maybe you feel like, not right yet, maybe in a week or two. Let's talk today. I wanted you to be able to get a handle on your mindset as you step into possibly the busiest three to four weeks of your year. You have everything that you normally have to do, whether it's cleaning, cooking, it's getting to activities, homeschool, and now we have the Christmas season, all of the shopping that needs to be done, all of the cooking and the baking and the hosting and maybe traveling that has to happen. And it's a lot that falls onto our shoulders as moms. And so today's episode, I'm going to give you a lot of tips, quite a bit of advice, and I want you to pick out what is going to be perfect for you in this season of life and for you right now here, this year of entering into the Christmas season. What's going to help you to stay focused on what is most important for your family and what needs to be accomplished, what needs, what can probably just be pushed aside, and how can you walk through this Christmas season Not having that nervous breakdown, but getting to the other side and saying, that was a really amazing Christmas. That's my goal right now. And let's talk about how can you walk into this with your mind is focused on the right way and your head held high and excited about the Christmas season. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Just like I say that we get to homeschool our kids, and it is a great privilege, and it's an honor, and it should bring us joy, we as the mom in the family, we get to set the tone of the house. And when it comes to Christmas, we get to create the traditions. We get to be the memory maker. I know that you have memories from Christmas, and hopefully those are wonderful memories. And when we stop and we think, those memories are probably a result of what our mom did, of how our mom presented the Christmas season, whether it was being involved in going and doing things, or it was just being in the house, and it was the atmosphere that she created. You get to do that too. And maybe that's making you feel a little bit overwhelmed. I really hope it isn't. Just know that with your exact personality, that's all your kids want. They want you. They don't necessarily want some other mom. They don't want somebody else. And they don't want another, someone else's home. They want you. They want you to be very present and a part of the Christmas season. And so it can be a lot of fun 
to create traditions and to be the one that is behind the memories that our kids are going to have for many years to come. Don't let this stress you out, but rather let it fuel your creativity. Let it be the starting point. Let it be what you say, okay, I get to do this. How am I going to do this? What are we going to do this year? What are some traditions we're going to do? And what are some memories that we want to make together? This can be a very fun and very meaningful month to connect with our kids. And that really should be a focus. But our minds have to be in the right place. We need to actually get enough sleep. Are you getting your sleep? Get sleep. Be eating well. Listen, when it comes to eating well, sometimes when it comes to the Christmas holiday, we can push it off. And we can say, oh, that's okay. I'll just drink a cup of hot chocolate or some coffee and a couple of cookies. That is not going to cut it. And maybe in the new year, I'll talk more about this, but I want you to focus in on getting protein, getting a lot more protein than you think that you need. And that is going to help fuel you during the Christmas season. I'm not saying cut out the carbs and the cookies and that kind of stuff, but focus on eating well, focus on getting your rest. And therefore, then we can really be present and we can really dive into and create a fun and meaningful month that we can have a lot of connection with our kids. Now, when it comes to the Christmas season, I have always been a little bit, I guess, a little extra. When I was a child, I was so into Christmas. My poor mother, (laughs) I feel a little bit bad for her. I was that child that was so into Christmas and it would be around Thanksgiving. (laughs) I guess my dad as well. I distinctly remember sitting in church service, it'd be after Thanksgiving, and I would write a note out and on the on the bulletin and tear off a little piece and, and send it down to my dad saying, can we get the Christmas tree today? And he would write back and then pass it down to me. And it was usually no. <laughs> and then I would do it again the next week. And then typically it would be maybe the next week. But I was the one who wanted to get the Christmas tree right away and get that up and get all the Christmas decorations. But I was also the very sneaky one who would definitely spend the time trying to find my Christmas presents. So there are some stories that my mom and I, we can laugh about right now. They weren't very funny at the time. (laughs) But when it came to Christmas Eve, I could barely sleep. The entire week before, I was jittery and just so excited about, about Christmas. And to be honest, that, I mean, it started to go away a little bit. I don't want you to think that I was super extra. But even after we got married, I was like, okay, I'm going to grow up, I'm going to become an adult, and I'm not going to have like a, a, like my tummy kind of rumbling and, and all jittery the entire week before Christmas. And that didn't really go away. And to be honest, I feel a little sad saying this, but I would say probably in the past maybe four or five years, that's kind of gone away. Whereas before that, even as an adult with children, I would be often the first one up in the morning on Christmas morning. I just couldn't really sleep. I was just so excited about just the day and spending it with my family and the gifts that I had purchased and wrapped and was looking forward to giving them and also looking forward to watching my husband see the gifts that he also (laughs) gave to our kids and the surprise that he would get to see. Oh, is that what I gave them as well? It's kind of a fun, fun little part of Christmas for me. But when I think back to that and my excitement for Christmas, a lot of it centered upon Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, and maybe a little bit, you know, the week before. But what I really want you to focus in on in this episode is let's talk about the month as a whole, 
because there is a lot that goes on and we should be able to have a good mindset and be able to enjoy the entire month. If we put all of this pressure on one day, it's a lot of pressure for one day to have to handle. And if one thing goes off, like, well, great, the day is over. Let's look at the month as a whole. Look at these couple of weeks leading up to Christmas as a whole package instead of just focusing on one day. How can we get our minds in the right place and how can we stay focused on the best and most important things this month so that we can connect with our kids, that we can lead them to the real meaning of Christmas and lead them to the Jesus, their Savior, and be the one to be able to facilitate that and to answer all of the questions that come up during this Christmas season. And so today I want to talk a little bit about three main points that I want to cover. And the first is for you, how for, can you have that special Christmas feeling? The second point we're going to dive into is for how to enjoy the Christmas season. And then we're going to break it down into just some tips that I have for specific age ranges for your children and how we can approach it this month with Christmas and just so that because basically, you know, there's a lot that's different, whether you have babies and toddlers or you have teens, it can be uh, quite a different way of approaching things. So let's go back to the first part that I want to talk about. And that is how can you as a homeschool mom, how can you have that special Christmas feeling? Because there's a lot in your calendar. There's a lot on your to-do list. And a couple of things I want to mention here is that it's really important for you to lean in and to feel what your kids are feeling. If they're excited about things, just stop and just soak in that moment of their excitement and their joy of maybe the Christmas tree and, and putting the Christmas tree up and the lights are turned on and you have kids just squealing and running around excited and maybe every single night they're running around like crazy maniacs because they're just so excited about the Christmas tree and maybe there's some presents that are being put underneath the tree. But just really lean in and feel what your kids are feeling. Let it be a time that you can connect with them and really study them and figure out what it is about them that just makes them love the Christmas season. Also create special moments and guess what? The feelings will follow. Sometimes we can just say, well, I don't feel like doing that. Well, oftentimes it doesn't matter with us as moms whether we feel like doing something or not. So I want you to create some special moments, whether that's something that's inside the home, outside the home, whether it's something that is a free activity or something that is some type of expense for your family. Create the special moments. Maybe it is even something simple as making hot cocoa and sitting down around the fire or just reading a couple books with some hot cocoa. Just say, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do this. And your feelings will follow. Another really important way for you to be able to have that special Christmas feeling is for you to lean in and for you to deepen your relationship with God and the understanding of the meaning behind Christmas is for you to have your own Advent study. I know I've spoken about it on here many times about doing family Advents, but I actually have a study that I will just do on my own. I'll put aside any other devotional books or anything else that I'm doing at that time during my Bible reading time, and I will then just focus in on the Christmas season and read through it and meditate on it. There is an Advent study that, uh, or an Advent episode that I did last year, and I can link that in the show notes for you. There are some links in there, kind of give you some ideas on direction, but there's a lot of different opportunities out there and a lot of different resources out there, and it's not too late. I know that Advent started earlier, you know, already in the month, 
that's okay. It's never too late. Find something that has to do with Christmas and is pointing to the Savior and just use that as a study and a way for you to get your mind framed in the right context. Also, then the last thing I want to mention under the how to have a special Christmas feeling for yourself is to decide that this holiday season is important. Don't get caught up in any drama. If there is drama going on somewhere in family, friends, neighbors, community, don't get involved in it. It's, it's not important. Don't get involved and caught up in too many activities. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no to some Christmas opportunities. It's okay to say no. I'm sorry. My kid isn't going to make it to basketball practice the week before Christmas. We just have too much going on. So decide that the holiday season and the time that you're going to be able to connect and make memories with your kids and the fact that you don't want to overwhelm everybody and there to be breakdowns in the family, whether it's you that's just overwhelmed and stressed out or your kids decide that that is what is important. Now, let's talk about the second part here, and that is how to enjoy the Christmas season. Really, the main part of this here and how to, how to enjoy the Christmas season is for you to be intentional. Decide on maybe a handful, a small handful of traditions or activities. I suggest maybe just starting with three. Maybe it just is reading a couple, of, maybe one of those is just reading a couple of Christmas books each day. It doesn't have to be anything big. If those three feel like they are manageable or you check them off your list, go ahead and add a couple of more. And it doesn't have to be big. Maybe you're in a season of life that it has to be small, or maybe you're in a season of life that it can be bigger. Then go ahead and add bigger things. But decide on a handful of traditions or activities and just make sure that you do those. If nothing else happens, you get those couple of things done. Also, change up your homeschool. If you have not listened to episode 205, it is a must listen. It is not too late to change up your homeschool. I gave you a couple of ideas on how to change things up, and I want you to go and listen to that one if you have not. If you have listened to it and you're not doing any of it, go back and listen again so that you can do it. But change up your homeschool. That is going to help you enjoy the Christmas season. Also, building off of that traditions and activities, do the things that you want to do with your kids. Bake the cookies, go to see the Nutcracker, watch that movie again and again and again, go drive around, look at the lights in your neighborhood and some neighborhoods around you. Do the things that you want to do with your kids. There are things in the back of your mind that you say, I should do this with them. Go and do it. Go do the shoulds. Help your kids also to create meaningful gifts. When they are excited about gifts that they are able to give, it's going to catch on to you. And it's how you are going to help enjoy the Christmas season as well. When you watch your child take the time whether to make a gift or to purchase a gift for somebody else and you get to watch them give it to somebody else, then whether it's to a sibling or to a grandparent or a friend, that is going to help fill you up as well. Some other thing that you can do definitely with your kids is to give some gifts to your neighbors. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be the entire neighborhood. Maybe a couple of neighbors that you connected with. Maybe it's a couple of people from church, just people that are important to you. Go ahead and come up with some idea. I have every single year I give in my neighborhood, I give out a Christmas potpourri little package and they can then put it onto their stove with some water and just put it on a low simmer. If you are not a part of the newsletter, I share, this is some of the stuff that I share on the newsletter with printouts and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you get on that if you are not, so you don't miss out on that. Now let's talk specifically here 
about certain ages and stages of life and seasons of life with our kids. If you have babies through, say, preschoolers, you are most likely in survival mode. That is okay. Ditch everything else. Maybe the tradition that you do is you watch Frosty the Snowman and you read lots of books and maybe there aren't a lot of traditions. Maybe there's only one or two and that is okay. If you are having babies and between that age and preschoolers and you are in survival mode, just stay in survival mode. Don't add more. Trust me. Survival mode will not last forever. It feels like it will, but it will not last forever. If you have kiddos that are in the elementary age range, have fun this Christmas. Follow their lead. Let them have fun. And maybe they want to do some Christmas puzzles. Maybe they want to bake some cookies. Maybe they want to go sledding somewhere. Just have the fun with them. Get to watch how they interact with everything and how Christmas looks for them. Now, if you have middle school, we'll say tween, early teen, let them take more of the lead. Maybe they're leading in the kitchen when it comes to baking the cookies. Maybe you teach them how to make the hot cocoa and when everybody comes in from being cold or going Christmas caroling, they are the ones that are able to then do that. And I'm not saying the other younger ages can't. Let them take the lead. And if they want to do that, they can. But we can give a lot more responsibilities to our middle school and our tween early teens. And we can still do traditions. Now let's talk about the teens. This is a lot of fun because we can just add in some fun opportunities. Host some Christmas get-togethers. Maybe have some of their friends come over for some Christmas game night or to watch a Christmas movie. Or they come and do a cookie exchange or you take them caroling. The fun thing is with teens is that they can take a lot more lead and they can let you know what they want to do, how they want to do it. But also, there's on the flip side, sometimes teens are saying, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And then we say, nope, that is what we're going to do as a family. So you are coming and you are doing that with us. And they'll typically change their minds and their mood about it. And if they don't, I just figure tough luck as well. (laughs) You're coming with us anyway. You're a part of the family. But Share in the Christmas traditions. Let them be even more a part of it. Maybe you kind of pivot and you change some of the traditions because they are teens now. Maybe some of the things that you add in is you actually sit down and watch some of the Christmas movies that you didn't feel comfortable showing them when they were younger, but you feel like they can maybe handle it now and it's okay with you to wa- for them to watch it at that point. That's kind of something a little bit fun as kids get older. But overall, see Christmas and the birth of Jesus through your kids' eyes. Meet them where they are, but then also, don't just let them stay where they are. Call them up to something higher. Spend that time during Advent, during the time to read your Bible and to focus in on the Christmas season and dive into maybe some of the theology. And there's, again, some great resources out there. But just see Christmas and the birth of Jesus through each of your children's eyes meet them where they are, and then call them to something higher and just lean in and enjoy it. Sometimes you're going to have to just put aside the to-do list and just sit there and be present. And the more that we are just present, the more that we can feel comfortable and happy about how we are going through the Christmas season and not have regrets at the end when Christmas is all over. As I mentioned earlier, I send more information and more behind the scenes and some different resources that are for you if you are 
getting the newsletter. If you are not, you need to sign up for that. And there is a link in the show notes and I'm excited to be able to pop into your inbox. And thank you for joining me here today on the podcast. I know that this month is very busy for you, so I greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen. And I really hope that today's episode has encouraged you and given you a couple of little bits of information that you can now run with. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. I think I'm going to say that at the end of every episode, but Merry Christmas. But be back here in another couple of days and we'll talk a little bit more about Christmas. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.